0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Bursting the Bubble podcast. Uh, I am Pramit, joined as always by Andy, Rohit, and Ishis. Today we got a short kind of mini episode. We'll be talking about our reactions to the NFL Top 100 list. Uh, We talked over the first 30 picks, I believe, in the last episode. Uh, So in this episode, just about half an hour, we'll go over some of the standouts and interesting points from the rest of the list. Let's get started. There's always a lot to talk about with those. Uh, I guess we can start with uh, some of the quarterback rankings over here. You guys want to start talking about Dak Prescott? If you guys let me start talking about Dak, oh my god.
1: Okay, Dak Prescott. if, If Dak Prescott makes this list, Carson Wentz needs to make this list. They literally are playing in the exact same scenarios, and one has all the talent in the world around him and a gangster defense and still cannot make the playoffs and you don't have Carson Wentz on this list? Are you kidding me? I, I I was losing my mind when I saw that. That was unacceptable. He needs to make I, the playoffs. Dak has no excuse.
0: I agree. I agree 100 P with that. I think Carson Wentz is perennially underrated, and I think the fact that, the, that Dak was able to get on this list, that's just the Cowboys effect. I feel like if Carson mm-hmm. Wentz was in his shoes, the team would be better, and... Uh, they, they Carson were, Carson I would be scared the right of them.
1: Time. Yeah, in the yeah. NFC, I would be terrified. That would be such a good team. Do we have any yeah, Dak lovers in like, this chat? Not really. Did you say?
2: Nah, not really. Oh, <laughs> uh, I feel like maybe this ranking is carried by his early season stats. Uh, he was pretty good early on, and the Cowboys are making the Giants
1: against the Giants and the Dolphins you know, and the Redskins. <laughs>
2: I mean, sure, that's a fair point, but they were playing well. And then once they got to the real competition, uh, yeah. later down the line, um, you know, Dax showed why he hasn't been on the top 100 list for the last two two years. So, um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't
1: think he's... I think this also goes back to another thing that I feel very passionately about, that Dax should not have won Rookie of the Year in, like, 2016, when Ezekiel Elliott literally was that entire offense but mm-hmm. uh, I guess Dak has the Cowboys effect this promise, but
3: I mean, um, they, did, they did have the number one offense this year. So, I mean, I don't know. So I mean, if, how if much... you have,
1: right, if you ahead. have the number one offense and like the best off one of the best offensive lines and a top, clearly top 10 wide receiver, clearly top 10 running back and a top five defense and you don't make the playoffs that goes to your quarterback and your coaching. And no one thinks Jason Garrett's a good coach. So, I mean, you know, I'm not I mad at like, Dax. Yeah,
3: I feel like Dax more of like a safe option. Like he's not some guy who's going to take your team to the next level. And sometimes I don't know. Like I think he has feels... the
1: potential to do that, honestly. But not. Yeah, right now. but like I don't think not he has over the Not over right, Carson right. ones. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a shame. Okay, that's Dak. Anyone else have anything else to say about Dax?
3: <laughs> but like uh, in terms of like the Cowboys, like I don't know how you would like. Take them over the top. Like, what steps can they go further? Because they have everything at this.
1: Yeah, point. they do have everything. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, sometimes. Else <laughs> what I really else don't can know. you do? I'm I'm a big proponent of building the offensive line and think good things will happen. But they've already done that, <laughs> so how do you not make the playoffs in that division? No idea. So yeah, there's no there's no hope.
3: Right. So in terms of the Cowboys, um, I just see a lot of teams in the league that are just stuck in that void of you know having a winning season but at the end just losing the playoffs or like being stuck with like a fifth or sixth seed and just not being able to push their way to you know the super bowl or winning you know a ring and they're just stuck like years on end such as you know the falcons the cowboys the packers like they just can't get over the hump and some teams some teams they just um have the courage to like get rid of their quarterback in like Start a new, and sometimes this ends up working out. In case of like the Chiefs, who had Alex Smith, who was getting you know eleven and five seasons, ten and six seasons, but they took a risk with Patrick Mahomes and were able to get over the top. And in this other case, there's the Ravens, which you know got rid of Joe Flacco and now have you know a fourteen and two record last year with Lamar Jackson.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a brilliant point. Like, like all these, all these teams are content with mediocrity, but like a couple of things that are kind of unique to the Cowboys is that it's not like the front office hasn't tried to, you know, really take that risk. They traded for Amari Cooper. They've invested heavily. They've been paying top flight. They haven't really been letting people go other than their cornerback Byron Jones, but that's fine, honestly. Like, they, they're trying, and Dak is a decent quarterback. They just, for some reason, cannot put it together. And I, it, it baffles me that one team can be this good talent-wise and even statistics-wise. But just, what do they finish? Eight and eight? That is insane. Seven and nine? Yeah, I know. Eagles are seven and nine, and they
3: got into the
1: playoffs. Eagles were not seven and nine. There's no way. I think they might have been. They're not. They're nine and seven. Oh, nine and seven, though.
2: Maybe. Oh, the Cowboys were eight and eight, and the Eagles are nine and seven. Okay, okay, my fault, my fault. Yeah. But I also think something else uh, is that Jason Garrett might not be the head coach for them. Um, a head coach can make a lot more difference than people might expect. Yeah. Um, a parallel I want to draw in basketball is you know, my, uh, Mark Jackson was a decent coach for the Warriors for a very long time, but once they put in Steve Kerr, the entire offense changed, and you know that helped spark them to their first championship.
1: Is Mike McCarthy now, that guy?
0: Uh, I don't. I don't know. I, I mean, don't, you'll find I Mike. honestly don't think so. I don't Mike, think Mike so, McCarthy. Man. Mike McCarthy. I feel like has been in the exact same situation that Jason Garrett is. Yes, in. Yeah. with Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't see that
2: being any mm. different. Yeah, just, I think it, you certainly can't blame Aaron Rodgers in that situation. Yeah, um, yeah. he's he's an all time talent. Dak clearly is not. But you know, the blame has to fall on Mike McCarthy there, and I I don't see him being successful in.
1: Dallas. yeah I think I, I don't know who said it but like there's literally uh, Jason Garrett is uh last year's Mike McCarthy and then like next I think he's coaching the Giants now so he's like yeah. he's, they always get jobs somewhere so I don't know man but like there's there's worse situations to be in than the Cowboys like for example I think I brought up the Lions the Lions of Matthew Stafford I think is a very very talented quarterback and the Lions have just done nothing around it and that, that's a shame uh, they they have no Amari Cooper, no Devan, nothing like that. And I think there there are worse situations, but it is a shame that the Cowboys haven't maximized their talent.
3: But like, do you see Dak winning a Super Bowl in his future ever?
1: I can, I I can. I think he has that in him. Um, obviously not right now. Uh,
0: but I I, I think he can. Well, if not now, then when? Right? Like, look at the team around him. If he's not going to do it now, then when's he going to do it? Yeah,
3: like I mean, people said you know Alex Smith could win a ring, or like you know the Chiefs could do it, but like. They never could until they took that leap of faith, right? And traded up for Patrick Mahomes or the Ravens, you know, like, you know, pushed through and just, people thought Lamar might not do it. But like, Joe Facco, you know, they thought he was good, but like, he's not good enough, you know?
1: I, 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 I still think that Dak has it in him to win a ring. He's one of those quarterbacks that I think you can win a ring with, similar to the tier of Jimmy. I think Jimmy is one of those quarterbacks that you can win a ring with. And I think they're both getting better. So there's that. But also the Niners have just way better coaching around them than the than the Cowboys do, so you never know. I think it's possible, but I do understand your guys' point of if not now then when. Yep.
0: Yeah. Alright, well you just brought up Jimmy, so let's talk about Jimmy. He was ranked number forty three on the top one hundred list. The Italian stallion. Yeah. The Jimmy hottest GQ. man in the NFL. Jimmy GQ. Yeah. Jimmy GQ. Uh, I personally think, I well, think. Well, actually, no. Let's yeah. go with the Niners fan first. What do no, you think? no. I want to
1: hear. No, I want to hear someone. No. Else. No, 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 no. All right. What do you think? If, if you insist. So one thing that was interesting to me was I was I, I've been drawing a lot of parallels between the Niners and the Rams of last year to make sure, first of all, that the Niners don't show any signs of the collapse that the Rams had last year. And overall, it's been pretty good. We haven't like as far as organization wise, we haven't really been making as many mistakes. The biggest thing though is that Jimmy Garoppolo cannot take a step back like Jared Goff did. We both know that. Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay are huge assets to their quarterbacks, but at the end of the day, they can't throw the passes for them. And it showed this year when Jared Goff did not have the best offensive line, and they finally shut down Todd Gurley, that he could not handle this uh, on his own. But I think Jimmy Garoppolo is the quarterback that can handle it on his own, and uh, they have similar rankings. Um, Jared Goff in twenty eighteen and he was Jimmy- a
0: little bit higher than mm-hmm. Jimmy.
1: He was a little bit higher, and I think there's similar caliber players, and I think Jimmy Garoppolo is honestly better. Uh, he gets a lot of flack for his playoff performance, but on, honestly, all year, all year long, Jimmy Garoppolo's been making plays and winning games for us, so that has to get you, if you're a starting quarterback on a Super Bowl team, that has to get you into the top 50, and I think that's fair.
3: I mean, for quarterback, he is on the top 100, he's number 7, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number 7. Do you consider him a top 7 quarterback? I don't. I think he's like a number 11. Eleven. Okay, yeah, because yeah, yeah, in terms of that, I don't see him being that high. But you have yeah. to give credit what credits do. I
0: mean, yeah, you have to give credit simply t- because the Niners were just so good this year, and it's a Super Bowl quarterback. I think the comparison to Jared Goff is very good. That's basically exactly what what it was, in my opinion. Um, I think this ranking is like on par. I feel like if you if you rank him higher than this, then it's like you're giving him too much credit. And if you rank him any lower than this, then you're just disrespecting a dude who, I don't want to say took his team to the Super Bowl. A very good quarterback. How about but that? he's a good quarterback who definitely helped his team almost win a Super Bowl. And uh, that has to be, like you said, worth something. I think that if you're going to rank him here, though, I feel like you should be ranking other quarterbacks ahead of him. Um, I think seven is a little too high for him in terms of the seventh best quarterback this year.
1: Uh, just refresh my memory. Who did who who did he beat out of like the consensus top ten? Uh,
2: he beat so um out of so in the top one hundred he beat Dak Prescott. Uh, he beat Kirk Cousins. That's fair. Um,
1: Tannehill. Fair. Tannehill. Yes. Al- Where's Carson Wentz on this list? That is my part <laughs> Carson, Carson Wentz, Wentz? Is not on this on this list. That is ridiculous. I'd be told I'm a huge Carson Wentz fan, and even if I wasn't, I'd be totally fine with him being also. Where's game. Matt Ryan on this list? Matt Ryan had a poor year last year, a poorer year. Um, yeah, I mean they weren't winning, so they weren't doing much, which is fair. But but yeah,
2: I yeah. I feel like this this list is heavily skewed against winning, which is fair. Like I understand that players think uh, you have more talent if if uh, you're winning, but I think it should be considered. Like I I feel like Matt Ryan should be on the list. I think he's probably better than Kyle, Kyler Murray was last year. Um, like he was he was definitely putting up the stats necessary for a top one hundred uh, selection, but you know maybe the record factored into it.
3: Yeah, but Carson went straight, carried the Eagles. Oh. To the yeah. like Carson he carried went, them on his back. Yeah. He yeah. doesn't
2: he doesn't get nearly enough recognition. Like even after what twenty seventeen was that the year?
1: Yeah, um, he the Eagles playoffs. Year. Somehow he didn't. Even though, like, I understand he got hurt, and I'm sorry, premise, but Tom Brady. I mean that was just a default pick at that point.
0: Yeah, no, I I agree with that. Actually, I think Carson Wentz that year, if he stayed healthy, for sure. Um, but he didn't. So, what you gonna do? <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, next, let's see. Next on this list, uh, we can continue with the with the quarterbacks. I guess we can uh, right. go from the middle of the list to let's just go to the end here. Number yeah. one and two was Lamar Jackson and then Russell Wilson. Uh, Patrick Mahomes was ranked number 4 there
1: which now, I'm totally fine with personally because he was injured and they, they this list has generally been pretty um anti-injury missed like four games the voting is done in December
2: and yeah. this is about regular season too yeah. right? so That's the, so playoffs isn't considered
0: yeah. so yeah the the only reason I am okay with this is because it was done before the Super Bowl before the playoffs yeah um <laughs> even even Still, though, I still think that Mahomes should be ahead of Russell Wilson. Uh, Wilson I had a great I year. I don't think so.
2: I feel like Russell Wilson carried that offense he, a little he, bit less so than previous years, but he was not, still the sole driver of that. Russell
1: Wilson is so good, man.
0: He oh, I know. Yeah, wins. he's 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 a magician. He just and wins, man, he just wins, and it's it's crazy what he does, but. The same is can be said for Mahomes, right? He's just a magician, and all he does is win.
1: But have, and they, you have to take into account injury, man.
0: like I, they, yeah, I, I under I understand the the injury part of it, but I feel that when Mahomes was playing, he was far more consistent than Russ this year too. I agree. Russell Wilson was felt very up and down this year. He had games where he looked like the best quarterback in the league, and he had games where he looked like just middle of tier. He didn't look anything extraordinary. Mahomes has never looked middle tier. Mahomes every time he plays, he looks like He had a couple games, but I'll yeah, chalk that yeah. up to injury. Yeah. Yeah, he every time he plays and I'll say okay, every time he plays he's healthy. He looks like the best if not one of the best quarterbacks, right, in the league. And I'm, I think yeah, I
1: agree. And I think, I think
0: Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I I just think that the fact that when he's playing healthy and the fact that he is uh he was hurt for how many games this year? Was it three or four? 4 games. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, a, I think a lot. It, it it is a lot. It's a quarter of the season. Um but I think the games that he did play, he just has such an like an impact and a consistent impact on the field uh that I think is worth more than having uh a kind of volatile performance from Russell Wilson. Uh, All
3: yeah, right, one thing, oh, right, go, go.
0: Uh, I just wanted to
1: get this get this in. Um Russell Wilson is doing this with Pete Carroll as his coach and then... Exactly. I was straight going to oh, it. Man. That's like, true. They they, they I, every time they play is like every time I watch any Seahawks game they literally run the ball first down run the ball second down Russell Wilson do it third down oh we got a first down let's do it back run run it first down run it second down what you would never see that in 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 a Patrick Mahomes offense and not even yeah, counting the, the Andy, Andy. Reid offense Andy yeah D. Andy oh, Reid my God like like Russell Wilson is doing all of this again it's a player vote the players have to play against Russell, they also have to play against Mahomes but like they were playing against Russell Wilson. He gets a little bit of a legacy boost. Last. Yeah,
0: I think the legacy boost puts him the over. The most,
1: most interesting part I thought was like three quarterbacks in the top four is very boring. Um, you know, like come on, that that's that's even last year they had Khalil Mack at number three and Mahomes at four, which is whatever. But at, yeah, I, I think just, it's been a
2: consistent trend among the NFL top 100 to always have at least three or four quarterbacks in the top 10. But
1: um, three in the top four.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think that's overblown.
1: He's just did you did I steal your point? My bad. I mean, no, yeah, I was I was
3: basically gonna say the same thing. Basically, I mean, when it comes to Wilson and Mahomes, you have to see who they're surrounding by, who they're surrounded by. And when you look at Patrick Mahomes, you got Andy Reid, you got Tyreek, you got Travis Kelsey, you got you know so much talent surrounding him. Even though he is like the best. I mean, he's like he is the best in the league, the but Russell Wilson is you know he he elevates people to like. Elevate. Yeah. Make, he elevates. He elevates DK Metcalf to an eighty one in the top
1: hundred. Yeah. You're, yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point. That's
2: true. Yeah. Yeah. I think Russell Wilson elevates the Seahawks more than uh, Mahomes elevates the Chiefs. But then again, the Chiefs are already so much like t- talent wise better than the Seahawks that obviously you get a higher ceiling with Mahomes yeah. as compared to Wilson. The way I and, think
0: about it is I feel like almost overly straightforward i just think who would i rather have would you rather have russ or, or, or mahomes for this year would you rather have 12 games from mahomes or would you ha- rather have uh 16 kind of on and off games from wilson and i think i'd rather have 12 crazy games from mahomes yeah 100 percent. i agree yeah that's why um, i think he should be above Russ. uh but we didn't even talk about lamar number one Um, He was MVP this year. I don't think there's anything to really dispute him being the number one regular season quarterback this year.
1: I have a dispute. Me, the person with Lamar as his fantasy quarterback in two leagues that carried me the entire year. The only thing, the only problem I have with Lamar at number one is how was Mahomes not number one last year? Mahomes yeah. had a right Mahomes? oh
2: that's a completely different
0: uh that's a problem with yeah that's
1: had a different topic. They both Ooh. they both came out of nowhere, they set the league on fire, they won MVP. Lamar's number one and Mahomes is number four. That doesn't make any sense. They both had similar playoff performances. How does that how does that work?
2: Was cool. Aaron Donald number one last year? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. number one. Yeah. Drew Brees I, was two. Yeah, <laughs> there
2: was I was so angry when I saw that last year. That oh, sounds like a set a record. Yeah. Or, or like very very
1: close to a record, like yeah. he
2: set the set the league ablaze.
1: Yeah, he had fifty touchdowns. That's uh, it, was, it was too. Uh, that's the only reason I have not no no problem with Lamar being one on this year's list, but I just feel it's an inconsistent. Yeah. which yeah. I guess is to be expected. But really, Mahomes not number one or not even number two last year. That's crazy. I feel
3: like the players like defensively, like what they saw Lamar do was just so surprising <laughs> to them. Like
1: it's broken, dude.
3: With the running ability and the passing ability, that they just like felt higher than him. than seeing Patrick Mahomes, like <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is an incredible passer, but like there are other passers in the league. Not yeah. that they're as good as Patrick Mahomes, but they can make good throws. And when they saw what
1: Lamar was doing, they just the defenders just of, lost. I would him pay right. a lot of money to see Lamar race Tyreek Hill. <laughs> that that would be something.
0: I think Tyreek was still, yeah. I think, I think quite handily. handily. Yeah. Because. No, but
1: like I, you guys, I don't
3: know, like we don't realize it, but like I've seen, like, there's some videos of Lamar running, like, on just a, like an Instagram video, and it's literally like a buller, like,
1: he, he just on the screen.
3: He's such a knife, bro. He knifes through the wall. Yeah. He's just out. He's gone. like, yeah, like the camera, like, slows it down for us when we watch games, but like in real life, it's insane. Yeah. Definitely.
0: All right. So here's one transition we can make, I guess. We're talking about these young guys, Mahomes, Lamar. Now let's look at the other end of the spectrum of this rankings. We looked at some old guys on this list who I don't think should have been on this list. And I think we can all agree on that, at least that high. Yeah. People not- like Aaron Rodgers, who was ranked number sixteen. Yeah. My man, my lord and savior, Tom Brady. Even I have to admit, 14's a little high for him. Todd Gurley was what, top fifty? Fifty one. Fifty one
1: is laughable <laughs> i saw it and i was like <laughs> yeah oh,
0: wow. i i think i think with these it shows really how much it's just the players picking who they respect the most it almost I mean, feels like
3: i feel like um I, like as fans we like come up with our opinions based on like the stats and how well
1: we see I mean, them play dude we watch the games. obviously yeah, yeah. At the same level as these players watch the games but like Ray, Brady was not the reason the Patriots were that good this year. Aaron Rodgers did not look on, like, on camera the way a leader of a 13 and 3 team should. How did that team end up 13 13 and 3?
0: Like, yeah, I have no idea. They were like, honestly,
2: I watched their games all year. I
0: still have no clue. They, they won every single close game, it feels like. They got,
1: they got the Chiefs without Mahomes, and then they got to play the AFC West, and they still lost to the
0: Chargers. I think, Um, uh, they were to- nine. There were nine and one in one score games. Oh wow! Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. I feel like um, like these veteran quarterbacks, like Breeze, Brady, and like Rogers. I feel like they're getting extra leadership points in this ranking, mostly.
2: Yeah, yeah, but I feel, a legacy as well. Yeah, but um, at the end oh, of the day, early at fifty-one, yeah, just that's, because he had that one last, last, like very, very good season. Granted, last year, yeah, like, mm-hmm. he completely fell off the map this year. Uh,
1: he did have I a. But that's it. That's the only argument. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. But he was nowhere near like what he did last year. Like the Rams don't even want him now. They traded him for the Falcons. I think right, they,
1: right. they cut him. Yeah. They, oh, should they
2: cut him. him. They, yeah, cut they, they cut him. Even worse.
1: Yeah. it's <laughs> worse. It's like David Johnson being on this list, in my opinion. But he's not. Right. They should, yeah. I,
2: I, I view them. The honestly, I like that parallel. David Johnson was very good for the first five weeks. And then there was that one clip of him being walk, like running really slow,
1: and everyone just said, "Yep, David Johnson's gone." He's old. David
0: Johnson sucks. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's pretty much all there is to say on the legacy topic, unless you guys have something to say. I mean,
3: um, I don't know. Like, if you're if you're the if you have a team, right, and the game's on the line, you need to score this drive. That's which not quarterback. Which quarterback are you putting in? Like,
1: uh, who is the best player this year? And they were not.
3: I understand, but like, if you want your team to win.
1: I don't yeah. know. I feel like I would trust Aaron Rodgers at the if end If you could game. give me Brady in the Super Bowl on
0: that last drive, I would take it 99. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you Yeah. Me? Jimmy G 100. doing it for you, man.
1: No, Jimmy G can do it for me, but uh, yeah. if you have Brady right there, are you kidding me? That's, that's not even the question, but that's not what this list yeah.
0: is. Yeah, right, right. This list is
3: about who had a good year this year, and I don't think they did.
1: This should be about 2019.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Alright, Derek Henry? Is that, is yeah. that the next Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry was ranked number ten. I agree.
1: Well, let's just wait. Let's just real quick go down. Andy, how do you feel? Do you agree or no? I think he should have been a little bit higher, maybe seven, ish. Okay. Oh,
2: um, okay. He yeah. should. Right. Um, I think yeah,
3: I think he should have been right behind McCaffrey.
1: Primus
3: seven. I think he should have been in
1: the
0: teens. I think he should have been fifteen or so. Okay. So now that we know where everyone stands, promise go ahead. I just want to hear. So, okay, I understand that Derek Henry is a monster with a fearsome haircut and a fearsome running style. Yes. Uh, he runs people over and he is terrifying, but I just can't get over. And I understand also that he, uh, he basically took this team to the playoffs and he beat not only my Patriots, but he also beat uh the number one seed which was the ravens that's uh very unprecedented for for a six seed to come in like that yeah no uh, it's it was it was incredible what he did towards the end of the year for sure i just think i just can't forget the beginning of the year before Tannehill was brought in and how he didn't really do much at all he looked standard he looked like he looked like how he had looked when he was memed in the past few years, when all he was known for was destroying the Jaguars. And every other game, he was just kind of like run up the middle. He can't he can't uh, juke anyone. He's not very fast or whatever. That's what people used to think until he destroyed the Jaguars. That's kind of what it seemed like this year in the beginning, until Tannehill came in, until the offense completely changed. And then the offense seemed to just run through him, and he took everyone. He took the league by storm. So to me, I wonder, was that Derrick Henry just carrying the team, or was that the threat of having an actual running back allowing Derrick Henry to... An actual quarterback.
1: An actual quarterback.
0: Yeah, sorry, an actual quarterback, yeah. An actual uh, passing threat in Tannehill. Is that what's allowing Derrick Henry to do all this stuff? Now I look at McCaffrey and all these other... And, and you know, I look at CMC, right? And the offense literally ran through him the whole time. Sure, the team didn't do well, but this dude was doing everything. And he did it the entire year. I just feel like Derrick Henry only really started to open up and and start really killing it when uh, the quarterback change happened, and uh, I feel like I feel like that has to be I feel like that wasn't really accounted for here because having a top ten running back in in this list I feel I just feel it's a little high I don't know you got over him you got like cause got let me 10- pull up the let me pull up the list yeah.
1: Uh, top Notable top. behind them are Julio, Bobby Wagner, Chandler Jones, and then the quarterbacks, obviously. And then, like, Kelsey, stuff like yeah,
0: that. Yeah, so I feel like Chandler Jones, I feel, is mad underappreciated.
1: 15 is a pretty solid spot for him. He's the highest ranked fast rusher, other than Aaron Donald, who's broken. So.
0: Yeah, Aaron uh, Donald is broken. Or well, where's Kilimack? Oh,
1: oh, 19. Okay. okay. Yeah, 19 is not that great of a year. Uh, I'll just... To justify the 10, I mean, I think that factors that into account. One one could argue, like, near the end of the year, he was really killing. He could be, like, top five near the end of the year just by the way that he was destroying teams. You knew, it, it, they said it in his top, top, top 100 video, you knew what was going on. <laughs> Every single time, they're going to hand the ball to Derrick Henry, and he's going to run down your throat. And when a team is that transparent about things and they can still succeed, that just speaks to the individual talent. And obviously... Like running backs, running backs are just a function uh, outside of Christian McCaffrey. I will give you that. Most running backs are functions of the teams around them. And the, the running style that Derrick Henry has is not as um, uh, self contained as Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey can succeed like anywhere, like the Panthers. Yeah. But Derrick Henry needs certain c- circumstances, such as a functional arm behind him. And uh, that he, once he got that, you could really see what he was supposed to be.
0: Yeah. So, so that, that's what I'm saying. So that that makes sense, right? Like once he had a functional arm behind him, you could really see that he could do this. But then once it comes to that point, is it really speaking to the individual talent anymore? Right. If he can only thrive in the system that he's in, then then it's like, like George Kittle. Right. George
1: Kittle on another team that doesn't utilize tight ends as much as the Niners do, he would not. You wouldn't hear about him as nearly as much. You'd hear about him like Kyle Rudolph. Or you hear about hear about him like David and Joku. I I I think he's like that. But because he's in the Niners and he's the focal point of the offense, the Shanahan Titan is a very, very necessary function of that offense. He gets to shine and he gets to flourish and his, his, his you know his talents get to be seen.
3: Yeah, promise. I feel like you can't make that argument because at the same time we can make that argument about every single player on this list.
0: No, that is true. Yeah. The system plays a huge part. The system it. plays a huge role. Yeah.
3: And at the end of the day, if they produce at the way that Derrick Henry was producing. You have to give credit for being that dominant.
0: Oh yeah, like, no, I I under- He's 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 a monster. At his and, peak,
3: like, I don't think anyone else was as dominant other than quarterbacks, but like as dominant
1: like on the field. And his presence also, for the Titans was. I immense. think. So I think you could say Christian Christian McCaffrey, dude, thousand thousand on that yeah. team. Yeah. yeah. On that. No, team. That no but great. I mean, okay. You
3: don't look at the stats. Just look at how because okay, he was on the field like ninety eight percent of the time, 98%. and they were giving the ball to him the bottom every time. Did yeah. they win the games? No, but he got the like he got the fantasy points, but like
2: they weren't winning the games. What's the point? Yeah, I mean there was no other option for the Panthers to go. Like they had to give it to
3: yeah. Some... So you can't say oh he got a thousand thousand. Yeah, but like did they win any of those games?
1: Maybe, maybe no. I guess you're you're giving Derrick Henry a little more credit for his his success being directly linked to the, the team success. Yeah. Okay, that's fair, and I I think I agree, but I still think Christian McCaffrey is rightfully above Derrick Henry. Yeah, right. I definitely agree that that. Right, right. A He's definitely
2: a
3: buff. Talent-wise, yeah. yeah. But, like, Derrick Henry should be a top-ten player based on what he was able to do in the playoffs. I mean, okay, this voting was actually before playoffs? Yeah, ending. it was before
0: playoffs also. So, like,
3: if you're using that, like, his con- the way he was able to, like, impact the game was pretty ridiculous. Yep.
2: Yeah. And I think a good point that was brought up, I think, by Rohith, was that, you know, you know what the Panthers, or sorry, not the Panthers, the Titans are going to do every single play. Uh, they're just going to give it to Derrick Henry. Like, they, they game-planned around that. The Ravens tried a game-plan around that. The Patriots tried a game-plan around that. What did that result in? Derrick Henry just continued to run the ball down their throats. There was nothing you could do about that. And, like, um, you know, a lot, like, I don't think the argument of, you know, having unlocked his potential or whatever, I, I don't I, – I personally don't think that's a good argument as to assessing a player. I think you want to assess a player's, like, maximum value in an ideal system and – uh, you saw you see what Derrick Henry can do with an ideal system and Wow that, that was an amazing like back half of the season. I agree.
0: It's good points, good points. So um, on Gilmore versus Donald. Is yeah, we man? can just move one spot down from yeah. 10 to nine. Uh, I am a Patriots fan, so comes as no surprise that I think Gilmore should be higher on the list. Um, but when I look at the names that are on this list, it's tough. Like, who do
1: you put, do you put him tough.
0: up? Yeah. yeah, that's that was the initial thought, but it's tough to, to, to do it. Um, Aaron Donald is a monster. Gilmore won Defensive Player of the Year because this year was incredibly shut down except for Week 17. Shout out Devontae Parker. Yep. Um,
1: very important week, though.
0: Very important week. That it he was did. an extremely important week, and that is quite unfortunate that that was the week that it, it fell apart. But his year was incredible really um if i had to put him somewhere i would definitely so let me just put the names uh in front of gilmore here it's lamar uh russell wilson aaron donald patrick mahomes michael thomas christian mccaffrey kittle and hopkins i would put gilmore above hopkins for sure yep um you're and... gonna say it and i don't want you to say it man, and... <laughs> oh, man. do it do it say it, it, it. It. it oh see here's the deal i i feel like i put a massive amount of respect on a tight end who can block and receive to the degree that kittle can because that is what gronk used to be able to do Hmm. so i will not say it i think gilmore should be one spot higher and that's about it
1: okay Okay. uh i I just want to bring this up because me and andy had a pretty cool conversation earlier when just talking about like this is since this is ranked by players like a defensive lineman like uh, Aaron Donald or Khalil Mack's impact is felt by more people on the field and watching than yep. a lockdown corner. It's more yeah. visually seen. When yeah. a lockdown corner is locking down a wide receiver... You like, don't even know it. They're not yeah. getting thrown to, nothing's happening. But when a Aaron Donald or Khalil Mack is just terrorizing the game and run and pass, you feel it every snap. Stefan Gilmore and a lockdown cover corner, by definition, is a much more subtle... It's very, very, very good. You need a shutdown corner. And a man corner at that—that's like even better. When you have one of those guys, you, you hang on to them. But he's, it's not felt as much by the players, which explains this little drop. But yep. I, I, I could totally see him and Hopkins being interchangeable. Not mad at all.
3: What I think you should do in the situation is come. Obviously, Aaron Donald is the best at his position. So is Stefan Gilmore. What you should probably do is compare them to who's behind them, to see how much ahead they are at their position.
1: Oh, that's that's really interesting. Ooh, that's a good who's point. In
3: corner. 'Cause at the end of the day that's Sherman, say, Trey White? No, it's Trey Sherman. White. It's Sherman,
0: oh, which Sherman. I is completely off. Oh,
3: don't look at the list. Don't yeah. look at the list. I think Jalen that. Ramsey should be number two. Sherman, yeah. Ramsey, and then probably Trey White, Trey White dude.
1: I think Trey yeah, White's Trey number Trey. two. Yeah, I think Trey White's number two. Trey White? Yeah, I yeah, I'm not
2: gonna argue that. <laughs> okay, yeah, so then who's who's second
0: how... for a uh, pass rusher then?
3: Khalil
2: uh, Mack, Mac. Chandler Jones. Oh, Chandler Jones. Chandler,
0: Chandler, Chandler Jones, Jones
2: was better than uh, than
1: Khalil Mack this past yeah. year. Yeah, and he and he's okay. right above him. So that's fair. Yep. Okay. Yeah,
3: yeah. So how much better is Aaron
2: Donald than Chandler Jones? A
1: lot better because he plays he plays a different position. He plays defensive yeah. tackle, and he's and,
2: getting and he's playing yeah defensive tackle, and he's getting double team, triple team consistently, and he's still right. putting up this kind of numbers. Yeah, like that's that's crazy to me. I yeah. honestly
1: feel like people don't, don't even don't give him enough credit now. Yeah. He was getting double teamed like 80% of the snaps, and this man had right. 20 and a half sacks on double yeah. difficulties. That is he had 20 and a half sacks last year. Yeah, I think Jesus. so. The no, last oh,
2: la- 2018, right? 2018. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He right. probably
1: put us some ridiculous numbers. 20 and a half, like, like last season when he was number one overall. This season, he got 12.5. Fucking screw okay. No, I feel like people just <laughs> triple team him every time, like this point. Yeah, but like it still doesn't work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Um,
0: yeah, if I'm being honest, the only person... So I think Gilmore should be ahead of Hopkins, and I also feel like Wilson is... I still, like, this reiterates my point from before. I think Wilson is ranked too high. Honestly, um,
3: I would try to switch Wilson and Mahomes. I wouldn't be mad at that.
0: I
1: think that would uh, that would be fair to Mahomes. I, uh, somehow, even though everyone knows Mahomes is the best player in the league, he hasn't been in this for the last two years. Yeah. So he's number one, which is whatever. So, I guess... And maybe Stephon Gilmore's um, defensive player of the year is also the result of voter fatigue for Aaron Donald. Yeah, I was about to, was to think true. that. That's true. I feel he like wasn- Aaron
0: Donald might be getting the LeBron treatment for MVP, yeah. uh, which is totally
1: fair. Yeah, <laughs> they're both dominant, so.
3: And also, the Patriots' defense was like pretty, inst- like at least yeah. like stats-wise. I don't, I do say like on the field, but stats-wise. No, no, on the field saying. too. On the That's, field
0: too, dude. No, but like yeah.
3: I mean, it's like I feel like everyone saw the fantasy thing and just
1: um, lost their minds.
0: Yes, but I was also watching games, and the defense right, right. was pretty damn good. <laughs> right, That's
1: right. also why Sherman is so high. Like the Niners are the number yeah, one, yeah. Defense, and they rode their defense. And who is the unquestioned leader of that defense? And it is Sherman, I think. So mm-hmm. uh, to have that, that, that definitely boosts him. and the name recognition. Obviously, he's probably not te- like technically or whatever. He's not the best, second best corner the league, but as a as a as a player. You know, I think you could justify him being number two up there.
2: As a leader, yeah, I can definitely see that.
1: And that's, like, honestly, I, I, I've i been pretty vocal about this as an Irish fan. I don't like him, um, but the <laughs> leadership that he brings to the the, the, the the team and what he's done for our team, I, I think that's his best asset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I had the Patriots defense
3: for my fantasy team, so I watched, like, most of their games. And, honestly, their scheme was so ridiculous, like, when you saw it. Because they left. had stuff, <laughs> sorry, what were you saying? Well, sorry, oh, yeah, I'll continue, I'll continue. Um yeah, no, they had Stefan Gilmore and like the rest of their cornerbacks weren't elite cornerbacks, they were like ah, pretty average. Sorry. I don't
1: know,
3: like JC
0: Jackson. I I brought I this guess. up before. JC like, Jackson it didn't matter. Have been on this
1: list.
3: Yeah, and it didn't matter who they played, whether they're playing the Chiefs, whether they're playing, you know, the Cowboys, it didn't matter. They would just go in man coverage and just have like one safety maximum above. Yeah, and they, they would just trust that the guys would guard the players. There was it's like... ridiculous
1: in a row where they just ran zero blitz at all these young right and they can only do that with gangster back-end coverage yeah no, but
3: like how can you be so confident that like even your third string cornerback will guard whoever you put him on yeah
1: i think it's interesting that stefan gilmore and drew davis white could have been on the same team
0: <laughs> they were were they not at the same and, time
1: tree white was 2017 when did gilmore come to um uh, i think it might have been probably the year before right Gilmore
0: came he to won the- a championship with them last year. So that's yeah, he 2018. the Jacksonville game, right? He did that. Yeah, ja- yeah. They, he he won uh, with he beat the Rams team. They, they just no the, the
1: Jacksonville game was against the Eagles. The Jacksonville AFC championship led to the Eagles Super Bowl. So uh, Gilmore was on the Patriots in 2017, and Tredavis White was mm-hmm. a rookie. Yeah, 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 yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that's basically one and two. If they had that, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would have been crazy. Uh,
3: oh boy. Okay. Honestly, I want to see the Dolphins next year too. You know. Yeah. They they have have. Byron Jones and Xavier Howard.
1: Yeah. It's pretty uh, good.
2: All right. Mm-hmm.
1: Um. You want to talk about Chubb and Barkley? Uh,
2: uh I want to say a little bit something about. Yeah. That. Go ahead, Andy. Um. So Dick Chubb last year, um, in that terrible Browns offense, he was the one bright spot. Um, he was running. Running people over, he was running past people. I, I think honestly, he should be a bit higher on this list, and um just based on like relative rankings to other running backs, I don't think you can say he was worse than Barkley last year. I mean, Barkley was injured for a lot of last year. When he did come back, though, he was he was like the Barkley of Ooh. 2018. Yeah. Um, but I, I simply don't see a reason you can put Chubb below. Uh, Saquon Barkley, like Chubb was so good for the entire season. Um he his numbers took a little bit of hit for uh when Kareem Hunt came in, but I don't think you can fault him for that. Like Nick Chubb was the ultimate downhill runner that you want as a as a running back. Like
0: um yeah, he yeah. switched totally fine. I think yeah. So I Saquon, I think Saquon is the best running back in the league. When um yeah, when healthy.
2: I, I completely went healthy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, he was hurt for it felt like the first half of the year almost. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I I do think that he and, and Nick Chubb is, I think, underrated. I think he's really good. Um, so, I wouldn't be mad at that either. I think he should definitely be above Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones
1: a lot of touchdowns for him,
0: though. and then Aaron Jones had a lot of touchdowns, he, but. I mean, and people see that, and they're like, I, I don't, yeah, I don't think touchdowns are necessarily a reflection, yeah, reflection, on how especially on this running list. back is, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Aaron Jones was he he had what sixteen rushing touchdowns this year, yeah. which is a, That's a like lot. nineteen
2: total touchdowns, yeah,
0: nineteen total touchdowns. But uh, in terms of an actual running back, who would you rather have, Aaron Jones or Nick Chubb? I definitely have Nick Chubb,
1: one hundred percent. But yep. you know, these players are these are players, and they're flawed, and they're looking at the p- production of the the players that they're ranking, and they're like, shit, Aaron Jones put up 19 touchdowns and the Packers had the two seed and Chubbs did all this and he did that. It's, it goes back to the winning and all.
0: Yeah.
1: And a vacuum is super hard. So, yeah.
3: yeah. I feel like at the end of the day, no player, if you ask them who's better, Saquon or Nick Chubb, would ever say Nick Chubb, Nick just Chubb. talent-wise. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, they're still going to say Saquon's a better running back. So that's probably why they voted him higher.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So there's other factors at play here rather than, just uh
0: 2019 performance. You. I get that. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That was a that was a that was a fun discussion about various rankings that don't really mean anything. All right, that does it for us. That was our episode on the top 100. Hope you all enjoyed. Make sure to read the description, see how you can support the podcast, but until then, catch you at the next episode. See ya.